Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome to Hardcore Listing podcast with me, Stu Whiffin, and over there... The legend that is Dr. Feelgood. Chris Glasson. The episode you're listening to now is with uh, Raul Reynolds. Uh, Raul is the, if you don't know who he is, he's the front man in, what can we call him, rock band, alternative rock yeah. band. He's kind of all sorts, it's, it's, yeah. it's a big hybrid of sound, isn't craziness. it? Craziness. Um, yep, so we went up to the Hoxton Square Bar and Kitchen, so big thanks to those guys for letting us use the, the building. We travelled up on a very snowy day. To, to speak to Raoul and he's uh, he's guested on Scroobs so go and have a little listen to him over on our uh, Pod Daddy's podcast yeah he's also guested for us and DJ for us in the past hasn't he yes yes he's um, he, he come to DJ for us at We Are Lizards Pips yes Pip and so. I's yeah. night what was yeah. that proud he's done as well he's done he, yeah, yeah he did yeah yeah, um, so. yeah Raoul thanks so much for coming on really uh, appreciate it top five is wicked so we're sure you're going to enjoy it. You've probably already seen what it is. So why don't we shut up and let him get on with it? Yeah. Let's do it. It's a drunken soiree in the within. Chris and Stu present Our Core Listing, the podcast. Hello, hello, hello. Stuart Whiffin. How you doing? You all right? Yeah, I'm good. Thanks, pal. Splendid. We are at the Hoxton. I always do. I ever get the name right? Is Hoxton? You get it. You're getting it right more often. Right. Hoxton Square Bar and Kitchen. There you go. Right. Yeah. So we're there. They've they've been really kind and they've let us use a kind of sidebar which which doesn't appear to be open on a Sunday evening. No. So they've they've let us take over. It's quite nice. Lots of shiny yeah. lights and glitter balls. It's normally and, for their parties and stuff. Yeah. They have in it. And so it's 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 quite snowy, out, isn't it? Yeah. We, we had a little. Uh, it's almost like a little festive drive up, wasn't it? It was nice. Sure, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and yeah, the reason we've come here today uh, is to count down the top five with our guest today, which is Raoul Reynolds. Hello. You all right? Hi, hi, yeah, very well. Thanks, thanks for coming on, ma'am. Thanks for having me. Um, on this chilly winter's eve. Yeah, I know. It's like, you, you, <laughs> when I got out this morning, really, I was kind of like, my God, winter just doesn't want to leave, does it? Yeah. We're like March, halfway through March, and it's like, oh. Mm. Back again. I had to go to Norfolk yesterday and I was doing a, for a family thing and I was having a right to and fro with do I want to make the drive up there and if we get stranded, like presuming it was going to be worse up there and, and it, it hammered it last night and 
woke up and we were standing really nice out of a log fire and stuff like that and it was just chucking it down with snow and I just thought all cosy it's quite a nice place to be <laughs> yeah but um, is that why you had because I noticed you had sleeping bags in the back of your car do you know what here. right there's nothing sinister about that yeah, it looks like, sinister <laughs> it looks it looks sinister it's cable tyres and you know but uh, no it was it sounds ridiculous and like at 44 mm-hmm. I hope that I'm not entering into that sort of territory of like well, there's a bit of snow. I better take it in case I break down, you know, <laughs> flask of tea and stuff like that. But uh, I did. It was only because I had the But that is the why car. you did it, though. Yeah, I had so. the kids in the car, so I thought, right, I'll throw a couple of sleeping bags yeah. in there because you see them things where people break. Oh, do you know what? It's the sort of thing that I've moaned at my dad for doing and I've, well, I've kind of become it. That's, that's I, I am all wisdom. for that. Like, oh, we, yeah. We, on a recent Canadian tour, we broke down at 3 a.m. It was, I've never experienced cold like this, minus 30. Oh, wow. oh, where's that? Um, uh, this was Edmonton, so like oh north, pretty far north, um, and yeah, so we we literally had to just like huddle in like duvets and like sleeping bags and say, yeah, it's, it's a good, was it a good of, idea. Uh, was there the, the, the body heat thing going on? Did you all just kind of yeah, uh, yeah. just wait sleeping for the bags together and just all all, all, all snuggled, yeah. <laughs> penguin style. Yeah, That's, that sounds like an ultimate tool <laughs> story. Baby <laughs> Oh, oh wow. dear. Right. You'd, you'd learn, though, I mean, Canada is, is so cold up there, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's an insane territory, Canada, anyway. It's just covered in snow. Isn't yeah, it? Don't, don't tour it in the winter, is what we learned. <laughs> it's <laughs> just so much nicer in the summer. It's, do you know what? Just digressing a little bit away mm. from getting on with the, the top fives, yeah. it's the only place I've always wanted to go that I've never been to. Like, Canada just yeah. looks... I take it you've drove right the way through beautiful. it. Yeah, there's a lot of, like, just... Well, when we're doing long drives, it's just endless fields of, like, nothing. Yeah. So no, like, sort of... You know how America's got, like, Niagara Falls and the Grand yeah. Canyon? Like, wow stuff. Yeah. Like, so there's a lot of just land, flat landscapes yeah. of snow. But, like, yeah. th- there's also a lot of, like, beauty to it. Yeah. Them, absolutely. See bears and stuff? Oh, I haven't seen a bear. No, we saw... Um, what was it? A moose? Yeah. It's one of the ones that had an- antlers. So, yeah. Know, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> That's most moose territory. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 One of, one of them ones. Yeah. <laughs> well, look, before we, we get on with your five, was there any other top five kind of ideas you toyed with before you settled on what you've, you've gone for? Well, I, I, I went through a few of, just sort of the, the classics, you know, like top food, but I just thought it was just a bit... Maybe my choices are just too boring. Just like, you know, it, for me, it would be like fish and chips, <laughs> uh, like bread and butter that you dip in, like... You know, oil and salt and balsamic yep. yeah, vinegar. Yeah. You know, just like. Do you know what we kind of we boring. had um, uh, Andy Ennis who played Gadget in This Is England. He he come on, and uh, and he done top five shit dinners that are actually really good. And that was like fish finger sandwiches. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah Kind of yeah. like pot noodle in a sandwich. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. That's he more just, imaginative. Yeah, yeah. yeah Crisp it, sandwich is, is oh, a good one. Oh, wow! Did we miss that? <laughs> well, we done we done the. There was this kind of thing that went crazy on social media, which you may well have seen, which someone had graded crisps. And there was like the god tier, middle tier, bottom tier. And it was, it, it, we normally, when we were in my little garden bar, when we were called, yeah. we've had so many complaints because we're crunching, because we just <laughs> are crisp fiends. Yeah. And we see this, and it was like, I'm not having that. That's, that's yeah. absolute hog shit. McCoy is in the bottom tier. It can't be having it. <laughs> so we, we then got. Um, my mate was on MasterChef, and so he was like, look, can you come round, and we're going to get the 65 bags of crisps that are on here, and we're going to eat 65 bags of crisps yeah. with 
a master chef yeah. to uh, to grade them correctly. So yeah. yeah, we put it right, didn't we? We we set the record straight, but it was um, it was it was a lot of fun. I was super excited for it, but after we're well into hour three, Chris sweats my, my tongue. Yeah, my tongue was so sore from all the salt, <laughs> uh, but it was brilliant. And we're thinking of doing another one this year because, like, over the year, things have changed, changed up, and changed positions, and new Chris right. on the market. Mm, so absolutely. that's how rock and roll we are. <laughs> You're doing tours of Canada, and we're like, you know what? Chipstick salt and vinegar. <laughs> can get a fair run last year. I like that. So. What have you decided to go for today? Oh, oh look at that. Oh, right amazing timing. Hold on. <laughs> Your hot wings are ready. <laughs> so Chris has now just decided to run off to get uh, the hot wings, which if um, you, you haven't seen, the last time we was here, Chris, he, he, he got the, the, the... They kind of graded him one to five of hotness and, and they gave us like a little sample of each one. And, and I kind of spoke to the, the, the chef and I said, how hot's five and he went mate just just don't even go there so obviously like, i took him out to chris and i went let's try them and it was hilarious for about two minutes then i just thought he's actually a proper bother here oh, he, he couldn't i mean he was just about to recall um a podcast and he couldn't talk his tongue was just like uh, 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 and he oh, just Jesus. couldn't spit a word out he was literally just crying pouring with sweat he was in a he was in a bad way, so I presume he's probably gone for something uh, a little bit, milder. bit milder this yeah, evening. Yeah, I would be useless at that. I'm like so bad with heat. Oh really? Like, I don't. I don't think I'm quite to the stage where I'm allergic to like chilies or whatever. But there's been a few times where I've like my pupils have gone really big and I've started yeah. shaking and like yeah, I can't. I can't do. Heat. I was just recounting oh, your last Lord. your last um, <laughs> venture into the hot wings. I'll take it they're not the. No, these are the woof woof ones, and you you yeah. Dude, I complete. I've never regretted anything so yeah. instantaneously. Because <laughs> nothing helps as well, right? Like people say, like milk and ice, and just hold an ice cube in your mouth, but it's still no. And, <laughs> there's and no I answer. knew I didn't have water to hand at the time, um, so I didn't have milk to hand. I only had soda water like this, and and I knew that I was probably doing myself damage. And and oh man, it was so painful. <laughs> it was. Yeah. I was just saying around. It was proper funny for a, a little bit. Then I just thought. I think I might have really hurt Chris here. Because <laughs> right. you were like, I, I'd had the set penultimate yeah. hot one, which even then I was like, Jesus. Yeah, but you were still damaging. being a bit of a tough guy with that. Yeah, I was trying. Yeah. And then you were like, do the next one straight away. And like a 14-year-old was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and, oh, man, I instantly regretted it. I took one bite, didn't I? And you were like, are you going to finish that? I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> right, so is your phone going to buzz or is anything else going to no, ring? No, I've turned my phone. My phone's on silent because I'm, you know, a grown-up. It's terrible oh, yeah, timing. I need to do that. Oh, you're, you're the guest. You, you, you don't have to know better. <laughs> I, I it's one of Chris's spectacular moments. In most podcasts, his phone is just ringing in the middle of it or something like that. <laughs> so, Raoul, what have you decided to go for for your top five? Um, well, I thought, yeah, I'd go for something like negative rather than like, my, well, I guess it's my favourite worst motivational quotes or like you know aphorisms platitudes yeah. just really cliched shit that people just repeat without really I'd never heard about. the word platitude before oh, okay. and, uh, so I, I I presumed it was when, when you said like sort of motivation I thought well, it's, it's got to be sure and, uh, and I looked it up and I just thought oh mate that's such a great shout for a fight because <laughs> there, there's so many and yeah yeah, it, yeah. See, it is a great shout out. Do you, was, a question for you. Is there, um, 
What is it about platitudes and stuff like that that rubs, up you, rubs you up the wrong way? Why did that make the sort of thing you wanted to... Good question. I, I think some of it's just, like, laziness. Because, like, right. pe- people, like, they'll say something without really thinking what it actually means and what effect it'll have. Like, so, so, so like some things are, like, super insensitive. Some things are just unhelpful. Some things are just completely false. Yeah. Like, but they've just survived through time and people yeah. still yeah. say them. Um, so I guess it's just, yeah, the fact that people just aren't really thinking before they speak, which is, you know, I do it all the time as well. <laughs> yeah, I was just yeah, about yeah, to say, yeah, yeah, yeah. on this podcast, we've done that quite a lot. <laughs> <laughs> you come on the wrong show, buddy. <laughs> well, yeah, it's, it's, it's so true. Uh, are you, and your exposure to them is, because a lot that I see is, it, I, I have, like, I know people that have them kind of stencils on their living room wall. <laughs> Do you know the yeah, ones I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. or they've got uh, a ca- like they've got it put on the canvas, haven't yeah. they? Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I struggle with stuff like Fuck that. Fuck off, mate. Yeah, and, uh, and, and, and just people that will lazily post some kind of, mm. yeah, on, on, well, on can, social media. Yeah, you, you just, can scroll yeah. through Instagram and effectively it is just one large living, yeah. some twat's living room wall. It's yeah. just like, you know, a, a, a backdrop of a sunset and yeah. just like, you know, I don't know. That I won't. I want to reveal some of my my top five. So have you have you got ones that you've actually seen and thought, oh, do you know what? That's pretty decent. Um. Yeah. And no, I've. I mean. That. Yeah. There's even ones that I've thought, oh, that's really decent. And I've thought about it more. And then. Yeah. It's like, no. Actually, I'll get that on my stencil and get it on my bedroom yeah, wall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have a tattoo. Yeah. But yeah, they're they're, they're everywhere. Like. It, on Twitter, there's like you know specific accounts that are like motivational yeah. accounts that are just like you know it's just drivel, isn't it? Yeah, it's just, yeah. Um, and then I think I, I it annoys me a lot as a lyricist as well. So it ha- happens a fair bit in lyrics, but also like front men, especially from sort of scenes that we grew up in, and, um, in my band, like who feel sort of pressured to do speeches in between songs, mm-hmm. and there will often be like just the most <laughs> You know, recycled, yeah. just trite, yeah. Yeah. and it's just yeah. like, oh god, come on! Like, you do you feel it, do you feel that inclination to 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 fill yeah. the space between songs with, with with you know? Do you just want to engage with the crowd, or do you feel there's a a, a message you want to get use that as a as a platform to get something out now? Yeah, I think I feel I feel like the the pull of both. Like, I want to sort of use that platform, but at the same time, I I don't like I have such a <laughs> it's a, sort of a, a blessing for art but a curse just as a person like, I have such a finely tuned like cringe muscle like yeah. anything will set it off like it's like, really frustrating <laughs> um, yeah so like you know I, I roll my eyes a lot so my sort of ocular nerve is probably a bit, <laughs> a bit fucked by now <laughs> so yeah I don't know I, I, it's just it's kind of everywhere and I think social media has, has made it yeah. so much more prevalent so before yeah. it would just be like a sort of little pet peeve and now it's like oh for god's sake yeah 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 you yeah. can't escape it now because yeah. it is on social media yeah, yeah. so it filters through and and you know we all uh, we all make these conclusions in our brain that you end up living your lives by subconsciously and they can to be an extent be lessons life lessons you've learned and platitude platitudes to an extent are that so there are ones occasionally i look at it and go mm, yeah but it's what you say like the laziness and the sweeping generalization of it that kind yeah. of annoys me and then 
then what I notice and what gripes me is it's it's the person saying the quote or putting it on their Facebook page. That that's actually what it's always the same people, and it, it <laughs> yeah. drives me wild. But I can't like defend them because they're my good friends. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I'm also like, God, why are you posting that yeah. again? It's, I just thought I'm, I'm surprised, <laughs> like in in a world that is post David Brent, that that yeah, it's still exactly. there. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like surely he was the poster boy for like. You can't say stuff like that and be taken seriously. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah, maybe just like there's people just aren't self-conscious enough or like self-aware. Self-aware, like, definitely, you know, definitely. I, I, I even wrote it down because I, I love. I thought of uh, <laughs> if it was if anyone did like a science paper on it, it would be the epidemic of ostensible inspiration. <laughs> That's <laughs> great. <laughs> it's just like pseudo inspiration or something. Like. That, might have, that might have to be the name title of this podcast. <laughs> oh, and his paper on the epidemic. <laughs> well, look, should we should we start ranting? What? Yeah, do you, do you, so they're in order from five down to one being yeah. the most irritating. Yeah. Well, I, I went. The thing is, there's so many. I found it if you've really got some, difficult. We will at the end also do honourable mentions. So if you've yeah, got yeah, a oh, load cool. that you want to throw in as well, yeah, then. <laughs> All right, where are we? Yeah, so I will say we've got to be out of here by about 1am. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> try and cram it in. There's a lot of tables in here we can flip, though. <laughs> we can have two tables each. Um, yeah, so uh, number five, I, I went for... Um, the, the, the top five are all like quite serious. There's lots of silly ones that we can talk about as well. But like, if you can't stand the heat, get out the kitchen. <laughs> When I always think, well, why not open a window or <laughs> yep. install some aircon? Yeah. <laughs> like, do you want to take it literally? Under um, your freezer for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's like take your coat off. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess it's like it's trying to say like um, if you can't deal with a level of intensity, like just just go away. Yeah. So and, and it so first of all, it's just a bit like. It's just a bit abrupt, isn't it? It's just like yeah. jumping to like a very big um, like conclusion, just like yeah. sending someone away. Um, but like also, it's quite. It's got like a. There's an air of like total totali- I'm not gonna say it. Totalitarianism yeah. about it because it's like. Um, it, it, yeah, if there's no, if you can't deal with this, then the only thing. Fuck off! Yeah, yeah. All, all or nothing. Yeah. If yeah. you don't like it, get out. Yeah, yeah. Like it's, it goes to that sort of you yeah. know right wing thing. Yeah, yeah. this yeah. is our yeah. country. We don't like. It. It's yeah. got that similar sort of theme to it. Yeah, like, you can get out. That could have been the uh, the Brexit campaign poster. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like South Park dude. It's like, America. Like, if you don't like it, you can get out. <laughs> yeah, so that's that. That's kind of a first. It definitely you know, sounds like something like yeah, some pumped up eighties, like uh, what was it? Gordon Gecko would yeah, say, "You yeah. can't stand he Get out of the kitchen." It's yeah, like, no. yeah. It's it's almost like a way of just stopping criticism or like complaints. Yes. If you don't like it, fuck off. Yeah. yeah. I'm not gonna listen. Yeah. Yeah. Alternatively, if you can't stand the heat, you could then fight fire with fire, which, oh. is, which is equally as shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh dear. Yeah. Is that one of yours, Raoul? By the way, fight fire with fire. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, I just <laughs> so we are literally playing uh, playing uh, minefields again today, aren't we? We don't know if we're going to accidentally say what you're fighting. No, I mean you know there's there's a pla- there's a time and a place to fight fire. With so fire, in regards to this kind of like finding drawing inspiration from things and and so b- 
before you go on stage, do you, do you ever do these like huddles and, and oh. you know, will your manager come in and ever kind of fire you up or... The sort is, of pep talk. Yeah, <laughs> is there anything like that? Like We, we basically, a hobby of ours, if, if we're on like a, a tour with other bands or, a, you know, backstage at a festival or something and we see bands doing that, we'll, we'll try and listen in. It's, it's almost sort of... Uh, <laughs> Is it masochistic or sadistic where you're, you're sort of hurting yourself? Because I know I'm going to cringe. Yeah. Masochistic, yeah. that's the one. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, I, yeah, we, we never do that. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we take the piss. Yeah. Like, so on the last tour, we've started like putting our hands, you know, all together and, and doing the, oh, yeah. and we'll just say something stupid, like some in-joke or just yeah, something yeah. completely irrelevant. Like, yeah. But we, yeah, we've talked with a lot of bands. It's like, you know, you know, we got this, guys. We're going to do this. Seriously. Yeah, yeah. And it's the... the I can't thank him anything. Do you, how do you handle your... Do you have nerves before you go on stage? Because you play to yeah. some fucking big crowds, right? Yeah. Is not a bit nerve-wracking? Yeah, I, th- I think the... I guess some of the best ways to deal with that is, is, is humour, isn't it, I suppose? Rather than, like... Mm. I mean, like, on a psychological scale, I think you're supposed to, in your mind, try and decrease the importance of whatever it is you're about to, sure. to do to try and, uh, you know get your blood pressure down or, or whatever <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so if you're doing a pep talk it's like it might be giving you adrenaline adrenaline, which is a, g- a good thing it helps you deal with things but I think you know when you walk out on a stage and you hear like a certain amount of people like see them in front of you and hear them you, you, adrenaline is going to naturally come anyway yeah. so I think we, yeah we just focus on like just being stupid like yeah, yeah. Making, light, yeah. making light of the situation yeah. but I do also think there's, there's kind of a good thing when you if you do listen into other people's, again, it helps like redirect that that energy, doesn't it? Because you're not so worried about what you're doing. Yeah. You can make a joy of going, and those poor bastards are brick, <laughs> bricking it, or oh, you've got to listen to this. Is so it's like, like Christ, I'm glad the frontman of that band isn't in my band, so I don't have to listen to him waffle <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Did you ever hear? And I hope I get this story right. It, it might just be absolute bollocks, but did you hear the story about when Rage Against the Machine? Um, were playing a festival and, and they had their green room and apparently you'd have to sort of walk past it to get to the stage and they'd sent the word out that no one was allowed to to make any noise or something outside their, their green room or look. Um, no! As they were walking to stage, yeah. all the other bands weren't allowed to talk to them um, or, or kind of engage in any way with yeah, them. And, and it was... Have you heard not, this? Not about them, but like other bands. And or... apparently this was Rage, which surprised me. Yeah. And apparently as they walked through, Arcade Fire just started going, fuck you, we won't do what you tell me. Which I thought was genius. Yeah. Oh, that's brilliant. <laughs> but if that's, you know, maybe that's not true. If it is, it's bananas. And if it isn't, it's a fucking great yeah. show. <laughs> so. Okay, so you've just got back from... You done? You toured with the last album, yeah? Yes, yeah. And um, I see a load of dates for stuff coming up. Are they festivals or is that a tour? Yeah, well, we're doing um, festival circuit like right across uh, Europe over summer, um, which is definitely my my favourite bit about the job in inverted commas. Um, just like yeah, being able to go to all those countries and play in the hopefully sunshine. And, yeah. You know, the festival vibe is just such a great atmosphere so so really that's, that's not that. I mean, that, that's not lessened at all for you because we we had um uh one of the guys from baby sham was on and they were saying like that he said it sounds really ridiculous but he said like the first time like we played red in mm. i 
I thought, oh my God, like, I'm playing the festival I grew up going to and I'm, I'm, I'm playing fucking Reading. Yeah. And then, like he said, like the sort of third time, it was like, oh, yes, Reading next week. And, like, and, and oh, that no. kind of hysteria of the first time. And I guess the first time's always gonna, probably going to be different, but he said it, you know, the, the kind of job it ed- element. It ebbed off for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was pretty honest about mm. it, wasn't he? Well, so you don't have that. You, you're still pumped. definitely like it's interesting you said Reading because I mean that was the one that I went to yeah. like, as, yeah. as a kid like for, for years before we played it, and and that one will always like get me absolutely yeah. bricking it like because I I've, it's so embedded in me looking at the stage from the other side of it yeah. like watching some of, of my favourite bands like that's what I grew up doing yeah. and so being on the other side of it just suddenly yeah the butterflies will always be making a racket inside my I always feel gutted for people who sort of, you know, their dreams are making music, getting into a band or whatever, but then actually the the touring bit, actually they realise it's just not for them, that they don't like it for whatever reason. Because there could be a million reasons that you don't calculate for when you're younger. Or it might be the people you're touring with or whatever might be not the right atmosphere for Mm. you. And you just have a shit time. And yeah. like you don't have that. You you get pumped up. You love it. You like being with the crowd. And yeah, I mean, th- th- there's certainly like difficulties that I never sort of thought about when we started off. Like so, uh, c- coming from sort of punk world where where passion is the most import- yeah. important thing rather than musicality or talent or whatever else. Um, when you're sort of uh, giving so much of yourself every night, that just wears you down completely so sure. sometimes yeah you can like not be wanting to play like it can be yeah. an hour before sh- showtime and just like oh god you know you're halfway through a eight week American tour and you're, you're missing home and, yeah. and whatever you're sleep deprived which is going to heighten any sort of yeah, negative yeah. emotions so, I was going to say that like in regards to like not that you're by any means old but obviously you've been doing it for over well over ten years now haven't you yeah yeah and so d- obviously I presume the first the first few tours was just like beers and madness and yeah. everything 100 miles an hour yeah. and do you try and sleep properly now do you try and stay a bit healthy with what you eat and drink when you turn now are you you know do you change that yeah. at all or is it still it, it, it took a, a lot party? for me to sort of realize that like especially for me because my metabolism is just really bad like yeah. so i'm like i'm not good with drugs i'm not good with just like constant drinking like yeah. night in night out so like so i've had a few like points where i've just like hit sort of very much a bottom like i can't yeah. keep up with like the sort of intensity of tour. Yeah. Um, is there an expectation on you for that party and all the time, or is it sort of like you've managed you can manage that now? And um, yeah, I think there is, but I, I, I've been always a, a little bit sort of anti-rock star anyway. Yeah. Like I don't like that sort of because you you know TV out the window yeah. Yeah, bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Because uh, I mean, you, for me, when when Enter Shikari. I first picked up on Internet Shikari was, I think, I don't even think you had a, am I correct in saying that you, you were doing quite impressive stuff before you had a record deal? Is that right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, not, not for me to say whether it's impressive or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, the big thing for us was we managed to sell out the um, story. That's right. Rest yeah. in peace. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Signed. Yeah, before we were signed. Yeah. yeah. So that, yeah, we, we, we managed to build up like a pretty decent following without anyone sort of taking notice from yeah. the industry. But um, it, it was interesting because it was obviously that the the metal press loved you, and and the thing was like the enemy and the indie press loved you as well. Do you know what I mean? It was you seemed to sort of transcend it quite well. I thought it was one of them. I, I think because my interpretation is you wasn't a straight up 
metal band. Yeah. And, you know, you could tell very quickly that there was going to be progression and experimentation in, in what, what you guys done. Yeah. And, and I, yeah, it was just... But that kind of rock, Kerrang expectation is that you bands pie. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And like, and that that rock and roll yeah. nonsense. And like, so yeah. th- that's that's where is that where any expectation comes on? Like when, you know, is it on you to kind of? Do you feel that urge when you're out and the, the fans come up that you know you can have a beer of them and and what do they yeah. expect from you? Or do you think that? That they're aware and they know enough about you now to kind of know that well, actually, I'm this kind of guy. Yeah, this is what I like. I to think do most people do. Like, yeah. I there's um, I don't know. Yeah, our, our I think we make we've made it quite obvious by now. Like, you know, well, it's even become almost a meme where you like post a photo of backstage and it's like, you know, it's wild and it's just basically eight guys on their phones <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> eating yeah. fruit, you know, <laughs> waiting to play. Like, so it, but I think people realise that like I, I, things aren't what they used to be because as well, it was, it's grim and like the stuff that I've seen, it can get yeah. really grim. And we're obviously Definitely. what we've seen recently with yeah. all the hashtag Me Too and stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. When you get that sort of inflated level of importance that you can yeah. get if you perhaps forget your roots or, or whatever else then it must it, then be it quite easy get. for that to happen yeah you know yeah you know to, to, to and and it exploded for you didn't it, it, it you know it, I, I remember like obviously i've always been a promoter of indie alternative club nights mm. and everybody was talking about Andy shikari it, it, you know it it, it was the indie clubs were and the rock clubs were and it was it, it must have was it exciting you know was, was you like right we need to just kind of control this a little bit and was you sharp you know with it as well or was you just like fuck you know this is amazing let's just enjoy it and and uh, and run with it or was there that kind of well look we need to think like two years time what we want to be doing you know was you thinking ahead and was you trying to kind of did, did you have a good manager yeah, yeah, we were pretty lucky that when things just started to seem like they were, you know, starting to kick off, we 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 had a, a guy um, who came and saw us down at when we played the Barfly, and um, yeah, he became our manager, Ian Johnson. And yeah, so we had that sort of what was his name? Level, Ian Johnson. Um, did he manage? The, did he manage the darkness? Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we were quite. Also, we had like my dad's always been heavily sort of involved you know from the very early days of driving us to shows before any of us could drive or, and, and still is now like our tour manager occasionally um, and he's the first guy if, if anyone shows any sign of like you know an ego or getting ideas above yeah. this that like, he will slap you right down <laughs> he'll like, pull you down yeah, he, yeah he's more punk than like yeah. the, any of us so, oh, that's great. so yeah it's good to have that sort of influence you need that <clears throat> yeah definitely I have to keep you in, in place you, do. <laughs> and you he, do he refers and I, I say it a lot he's like well, yeah, I mean, how many fans downloaded it this week? And I'm like, listeners, Chris, they're called <laughs> listeners. Don't call them fans. That's, no, you can't so, I say feel that. awful when I say that. I'm like, oh, my God. That is embarrassing. I, I, um, I even feel like that, that with, like, you know, our, I, I try and use the word supporters, like, yeah. like, yeah. like a football team or something yeah. rather yeah. than a fan. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I, weird, don't, weird I, don't, I don't mean to. It's not like I go at home. I'm not, I'm not doing pull-ups in the mirror thinking about how many people are listening to it. But to help me keep on track, you often will give me a uh, motivational platitude. So shall we hear? <laughs> shall we hear? That's the most tenuous link I've ever done. Right, shall we okay. hear number four? Yeah, let's go for it, Ralph. Right, number four. Where are we? Oh yeah. Okay. So this one's like, 
I think now it's it's in the last few years it's become sort of quite well known how silly it is and how how damaging it is. I think so. I've gone for the the simple terse one, which is man up or oh, man be up. a man, mm. um, which you know on a on a sort of gentle scale it, it it can sort of mean you know we can get through this or well, perhaps not we because it is a demand to you isn't it man <laughs> yeah, up yeah, you yeah, yeah. <laughs> um you but yeah, have to get through this yeah. yeah on on a sort of on a nasty scale it, it it's just it's unforgiving it, it's like yeah. and it's, it's showing zero understanding mm. and 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 it's stone cold I, I, and it's that cl- that classic British thing of, of, of what like the stiff upper lip. Don't talk like, about it. Just get don't on with show it. an emotion. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, you know, if you're a man, you're sort of allowed to show like anger or frustration. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you're punch like punch a hole in a wall if you have to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but if you're showing, you know, a de- some you know sadness or loss or you're, you're, you're finding something difficult, shame or whatever yeah. it is, mm. uh, man up. I basically it's shut up isn't it yeah. really yeah. is what it is what it's kind of saying yeah, yeah. keep um, it all inside i, I definitely yeah. also yeah. think that you know back especially like my father my father's generation so my pops is now 77 and uh his dad not didn't ever show him any love my dad sort of like would have to go to the pub uh say after school and he'd be outside a pub till about nine ten o'clock at night every night and you know any conversation my, my dad's always like my dad never showed me any love and i think man up also is a way of it's just a very easy and quick way that people used to use to not have to really listen to someone's problems like yeah. dude's problems oh, oh man up you know yeah. we don't talk about that and that's what men do and it's convenient me saying that because it means i can just it's a full stop isn't i it? don't have yeah. to really deal with whatever this elephant in the room is that you want to talk about yeah. I guess sometimes that can also be that the other person's lack of tools to be able to deal with a, a situation if, if you know if, if someone says look I'm feeling like this yeah. and if you know, they've got no answers to that and they don't really want to engage in it man up is a yeah. ridiculous thing to, to say and it will yeah. kind of an end to it, wasn't it? Yeah, it's, it's, like, a, it's, it's a it's a catch-all treatment for mental health issues, is it? Yeah, it's normally it's normally directed to <coughs> yeah. to, to to men. Um, but I think, but not only men these days. You know, man up can be coined to anyone, can't it? But it's yeah. sort of stemmed from that sort of. Um, and it's yeah, it's one of the things that sort of uh, it adds to the the tide of negative things that that are the reason why. Um, what is it? the largest killer of under 40s in this country is, is suicide. suicide. Yeah. Like males. So it's just like that. That, that mindset is like, I think it's more damaging than we realise at the, at the moment or we're just beginning to realise, mm. hopefully. But yeah, yeah, I think people don't look at that. I think, so, um, I was reading, looking at um, a book I was considering reading um, soon and uh, one of the future problems we're going to have is not worrying about... Um, our mortality via anything other than suicide. It's like, Jesus, what, that's going to be a future problem. <sighs> because, of the, you know, with all our healthcare benefits now, it's more of actually anxiety that we get from things like social media and, and expectations is what we've got to learn to how to manage. And, and for, man, yeah. for men, it's been pretty rough. We've seen some good steps with that in the Definitely. last few years. I mean, like Stormzy was talking about it uh, more mm. recently on a sort of mm. more sort of... I listened uh, to um, Ashlyn B on Adam Buxton's podcast um, Friday mm. night, and her dad took his own life um, when he was when she was three. She said like, and she wrote an article for the uh, the Guardian or the or the 
on the Telegraph, I can't think what one it was, and, uh, and she basically just put it out there. And she said, and it was only after that that she grew up in a small sort of town in, in Ireland right. and, and said that throughout her whole life, no one would ever say or mention her dad. And so and she said, then after that, like people, she said, it's so important that people don't feel that, that inability to be able to go, oh, so what are your memories of your dad? Or, like, mm. or, or to actually bring it up mm. because you feel like it's a taboo to be mm. able to approach someone and question, yeah. you know, why they're, why they're sad and things like that. Yeah. You think, oh, I don't want to open that can of worms because, you know, I could offend mm. her. And just, she said, like, just talk to people because it, it's worth going through that pain because at the other side of it, it you know, you, you will feel like you've, you've got it out there a little bit. Yeah. And, you know, and it's, it's, a, like, it's, you know, it's good to talk, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. definitely. Never that person might be sort of just literally yearning to, to speak completely, about that kind of thing. Completely. Like. And, and no one's prepared to sort of bring it up. Yeah. Or normalise it. Yeah. And, and I then, think that's what we've got to do. Yeah. Just normalise whatever Absolutely. those feelings are. Have you, have you like, ever sort of, I mean, obviously, the, the guy from Baby Sham was bizarrely enough that we, we had on that's, that. He's now, um, he, he works in mental health, doesn't he? And he's set up a practice now. He's become a qualified therapist uh, to, to musicians. Oh, amazing. Um, and and, and the, the, the struggles with mental health that, that you know, artists can, can have. And he's, yeah. see, I think he, he definitely had a, a baptism of fire in that band as well with some, right. some crazy struggles from what yeah. he was saying, didn't he? And, and obviously sort of dependencies and, and, and God knows what. Uh, I don't think they had their dad pulling them down to the ground. Really, no. Did they? <laughs> no. You know, yeah. They no, probably done uh, a bit. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, man-up's an awful thing to say. Right. <laughs> yeah. it, it really is. But I, I do think that... Unless your mates complain about their socks being on too tight. Yeah. I've had a mate say that to me before. I'm like, what? <laughs> That's the first world problem if ever I've heard of it. <laughs> Yeah, the other one is uh, where it turns into sort of like, uh, was it like grow some balls or? Yeah. Is that the phrase? What's the get some balls. Yeah. Is yeah. it get some balls? Grow some balls. Grow a pair. Yeah. yeah. Grow a pair. Yeah. yeah. It's the, the more sort yeah. of classic one. Yeah. I sort of started turning it around. It's like grow some ovaries. Women have to deal with a lot more, I think, especially yeah. like, you know, exactly. naturally than we yeah. do. So. Um, George Collins is one of my favourite comedians and he does a great stint on. Um, on uh, women and men and the differences and, uh, and at first he sort of starts he comes at it saying women are just straight up crazy and you think where's this going to go <laughs> and then he actually explains and justifies the reasons why he's saying that and actually it's like God, women have so many more things to deal with right, than yeah, what guys yeah. actually have to mm. but that's weird because people say like there's terms in the past like oh, don't be a pussy and stuff like that and people mm. are like well why is that now being why is that being a pussy weak and stuff mm. like that? Is there's that conversation that's happening these days on when, when and where and where conversation goes and mm. how does that infringe on freedom of speech and stuff like that? Oh, it's, it's an interesting we, we, one. We, yeah, you know, a, a UFC fight the other day that that you know we've followed for, for years. You know, re- referred to a, a, another fighter as a fag, and mm. you just think, man, why people still say that? Like, yep. it's crazy. Yeah, uh, you, you can't. Is he American? No, he wasn't. He was British. No, oh, wow. British American. Because some, yeah, people in America sort of just don't have the same, I don't know, history with the word as we do mm. in, in Britain, I think. Yeah, and fags kind of quite an oppressive 
term. There's no real, there's, there's, there's no counter to that. Yeah. Is there? There's not it's, like um, a homosexual person can go, there's not an oppressive term for a straight person in mm. the same way that's been used as a means of oppression, like mm. the word fag. And yeah, you're right. I don't know if uh, America have that relationship because I, I remember um, Louis C.K., of all people, to, doing a speech, but whether that, that, that waters it down now, given what Louis's been up to in the last mm. like, six months. But he, was, he said the word fag didn't, it was never used for homosexual where he came from yeah it was when you're actually being a wimp um, but it has a di- sort of different meaning over here doesn't it yeah, yeah. but yeah it was an English UFC guy who kind of hadn't covered himself in much uh, glory anyway had mm. he over the years mm. so it was just another string to his sort of like um, right. Cro-Magnum man brain yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> absolutely hold up What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra. And I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Number three? Sure. <clears throat> yeah. um, shoot or reach for the moon. Even if you miss it, you'll be among the stars. <laughs> like That's the sort of shit you see on a stencil <laughs> right yeah, there. This is the classic. Like the, you know, the backdrop, the, the nice, amazing universe is the backdrop with a, some nice font. Um, <laughs> Comic yeah. sense. <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean... First of all, it's just like scientifically inaccurate. It's just stupid. Like if, if you miss the moon, the nearest star is the sun. It's like 150 yep. million kilometers away. You're not anywhere near it. You're, you're adrift in, in a vacuum of nothingness. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Alone. Yeah. You've left your family on Earth. Um, yeah, it's just, the, it's just Alien, basically. It's the movie Alien. Yeah. There must be a, a serious amount of people that will read that and just think, oh, that's, that's fucking genius. Yeah, there must yeah, be, yeah, yeah. but it's like because it wouldn't stick around otherwise. No, but uh, it's like there's that nugget of I sort of see where they're coming from. Yeah, that. and it's that's fine. That's why it's stuck. If it wasn't, if it didn't have anything to it, it wouldn't become a platitude. Yeah, but it'd it, be something you said hmm. in a urinal <laughs> with some of your mates the other day. Instead, it's got enough momentum for yeah. people to go, just you know, to go. Hmm. Yeah, I see where they're coming from. But it's like as you were saying at the start of this row, it's like you think of it a bit further, and you're like. No, that 
don't just apply that to everything you do ever because you probably will come unstuck if you're like, yeah, just shoot for the stars and, mm. or shoot for the moon. It, it's like... It's like it's almost like Darwinism, isn't it? Like, it, it, it as you say, it mu- it's stuck around, so it must have had like some use or something. But like, what's that? Um, who is it? They talk. Is it? It's probably Dawkins. Who <laughs> talks about that? Um, there's a nerve that like comes from sort of I don't know down in your torso, comes up, wraps wraps around your esophagus, and goes back down again right. to where it sort of finishes. And, right. it, and it's like it's only because that nerve's been around through our evolution. And now it's just this stupidly long route to get to sure. do what it does. Right, right, right. It's just like it's, it's just the same sort of thing. Yeah. I think. Yeah. It, I, I sort of get what you're trying to say with yeah. this with this aphorism, but like, there's there's probably better ways. There's probably shortcuts to, to, to <laughs> more clearer ways of saying yeah. what what you want to say, maybe. But oh, yeah. brilliant. Do yeah. You, you, do you want to throw one in? Because you've got a load, haven't you? Oh, I don't want to. I don't want to do any of the rouse pick though. Um, Oh, God. <laughs> I'm just going to say one, and then we're just going to fuck it all up. And you've set me up here. Yeah. Um, diamonds are formed under pressure. <laughs> what is? Sorry? Diamonds are formed under pressure. So that isn't one of yours, is it? But no, it isn't. No, no, no. It's like, so I got this from when I was like, I used to work in a clothes shop. And the guys were cool. You know, I had a real laugh at this clothes shop as a kid. But they could be, they, they could bully a little bit. Do you know what I mean? Sometimes they could, it could be a bit much. Tough love, mate. Tough love. And it's tough love. But it's kind of like they'd be like, diamonds are formed under pressure. And I would always used to go back, have you ever heard of the straw that broke the camel's back? Because <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you just keep pushing someone, that's yeah. not cool. Like, just like yeah. unbelievable amounts of pressure. Might, yeah, it does. But that's, you're talking about, that's physics you're talking about. Yeah. And not a human being. And, you know, people can snap under it, can't they? Or, yeah. you know... Um, so sometimes pressure isn't good. So diamonds formed under pressure it always it always sticks with me. I'm like, yeah, no, that's not always a good thing. Yeah, that's yeah. You, you might just have a nervous break. Down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick up that fourth job. <laughs> that, that, yeah, that that's why. When I like you're at job. hospital, you will shine. Trust me. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's nonsense. I love that you're able to reply to it like combat it with another like, <laughs> saying it's like a yeah. saying off yeah, <laughs> that's awesome and that's the irony of it isn't it you could always come back with something probably yeah. there's always another platitude and I think that's a good one yeah well you know you'll, I'm the, you'll be the straw that broke my yeah. back and the camera's yeah. back yeah so. that's, that's, that's one for the tour bus mate some platitude offs <laughs> <laughs> yeah. how about you mate you got any there do you um, oh, I've got mine on my phone uh, let me just grab it she bought me a notepad the other day. Yeah. Like, it's matching for his black one. And then he had a go at me because uh, last week I forgot to bring it. Well, no, you're, not you even, you're not even using your I, own I notepad. I printed all of mine out at, oh. at work on Friday and then left them at work. Oh, cool. So, uh, that's probably a saying. There's probably a platitude <laughs> for that. I'm sure there is. Um, <laughs> I, I'd just come from... Um, seeing a, a mate today who's like just going through a breakup and um the it, it was funny because i was still sort of yeah. getting the last few together yeah. and i suddenly almost found my saying uh, almost found myself saying there's plenty more fish in the sea <laughs> <laughs> that the whole time. and then, when, then i started like as i've been doing with a, a lot of these just completely unpackaging it and like taking it overly literally and sort of and i suddenly thought that like actually that one that has like a use by date. It's not even like going to be, uh, well, like 
a usable metaphor anymore because like what is it in 2025 all the oceans are going to be empty anyway there's no fish left we've eaten them all we've eaten them all and the others have choked on little plastic balls because we we thought that showering we we were so lazy we didn't want to rub so hard so we started putting little plastic balls in shower gel but you know I can't get showered like for one second quicker each day yeah plenty more fish there's there's not now yeah Yeah, Sorry, the, the, we've acidified the oceans too much. So there's, 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 there's no <laughs> yeah, fish yeah, in the yeah. sea. Then there's no seas. That's all dried up. That yeah. mutated woman that you uh, just dumped you, she's got six <laughs> eyes now because of God knows what else we've done. Yeah, plenty more fish in the sea. Uh, this one. Uh, Go on, him. We'll all be laughing about this soon. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. In a year's time, we'll be laughing about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I is, reckon it's not what you want to hear in the moment, is <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah, like, no. It may be true. Yeah, like, just being cut from this car wreck, but uh, <laughs> trust me, mate, yeah, yeah. you are going to be laughing about this yeah, soon. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm not so, so sure. They're, they're hooking uh, you up to your chemo machine. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know that. Oh, you don't know that. Yeah, it's. Uh, yeah, uh, that does. That's absolute horseshit. Yeah. Like, and and the thing is that whenever anyone would ever use that would only be at a time when you really don't want to fucking hear that as well. Because yeah. you're going to be feeling pretty shit. Yeah. And someone's going to try and make light of that by saying, do you know what? Hmm. We'll all be laughing about yeah. this one day. Because again, there's an element of truth to it. Like there's loads of, like most of the horrific, not horrific, but there's lots of things that at the time you're like, this is one of the worst things that's ever happened to me. Yeah. And no more than six months down the line, you're all laughing about it. Hmm. But like you say, it's the application of that saying at that time. So I don't, need to hear that now yeah. we're in public and I've accidentally yeah. you know wet myself file it's, next to plenty more fish in the sea because you don't want to hear that yeah and it, it, no. yeah it, it's kind of useless again that one because yeah. it's like yeah. when you've just broken up with someone you still only have eyes for that person of course yeah. you are aware that other females do yeah. exist in the world yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 but like you're in emotional state yeah. you're not in a yeah. logical yeah. state Completely. Yeah, that fish doesn't like it's not about those ones yeah. 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 I, I want that I, one <laughs> That fish doesn't like me. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we'll all laugh about it. We? <laughs> <laughs> right, do you want to go for number two, Ralph? Sure. Um, yeah, well, um, yeah, this one is probably the one I see the most in all sorts of forms. And, uh, you know, as I, as I was saying earlier about, um, you know, front men, front men in bands who sort of seem feel some pressure to say something that seems profound but yeah. isn't really helpful at all um, this is one of the worst culprits I think be yourself or stay true to yourself so again like I sort of see what it's trying to say um, but it's it kind of denies like self evolution or self progress it's like so on one level it's like so be yourself is it's sort of saying I don't know don't don't be fake don't don't be phony stay true to yourself um, but the only way we sort of progress as like people as, as, as characters as you know our psychologies is by like trying different things testing pushing yourself boundaries and yeah, yeah that's like how not you just being what you were yesterday I yeah. what you yourself is now or yeah. whatever such a good one actually um, so it's Again, you know, I, yeah, I'm, I'm probably taking it far too seriously and being far too literal. But, yeah, I, I just think it's not sort of massively um, helpful. Um, stay true to yourself. You, you, you hear it so much like, on, on tweets and on stage. and like. I get it, what, it, again... It also, I... it, 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 sorry, yeah, it, it kind of, like, denies um, 
it almost denies bad things about yourself. Yes. Yeah. Um, let's see. There's another. Do you know, oh, there's okay. another one I took my tongue. It's just like this. But it is. It's, that, it's not allowing you to grow. Yeah. It's not allowing you to go. Uh, maybe that wasn't great. Because when you reflect on your life, which you should, we should always reflect on it. There's things you can, you should look at and go, oh, that's cool. I'm proud of that. And other things yeah. where you go, I probably didn't handle that that great, or probably I'm allowed to change my opinion on that. Yeah. You know? And be yourself. Sometimes like, well, yeah. Unless you're an absolute monster, and sometimes <laughs> you don't know that. Yeah. Well, that, that's the thing. Is if it's telling someone to be themselves, what if that person has a, a whole host of like psychological problems or very bad character traits like, yeah. um, and you know we all um, unless again someone isn't very self-conscious they know problems with themselves we're all working on various things about our, our, ourselves our characters so like th there's things about me that I don't want to be I don't want to be myself in full capacity right now like because you know whether it's you know feeling like I'm too introverted or, or whatever like no I want to work on that I don't want to yeah. be myself I want to yeah, yeah. Progress myself, yeah, maybe it would be a better. Like... Stay indoors for another week. No, it's, it's not going to help. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you just need to be true to yourself. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's a weird one. Well, but I've, I've got a friend who does these because this is similar to when people say, "It was one of mine, kinda," which is, "I'm sorry, but," or "I wear my heart on my sleeve," and it's like. Sometimes... Oh, do you know what I'm going to throw in there? No offence, but... Right, exactly. <laughs> sometimes, wearing your heart on a sleeve, that's not something to be proud of. Like, sometimes yeah. you need to um, have a degree of reservation. You could be... The thought that you're having right then and there might be a bit of a shit one yeah. that actually you need to consider before you deliver it because you're not actually thinking about the impact it's going to have on the other person. I'm not saying we shouldn't communicate honestly with each other, but the brain has got its fantastic way of bubbling up a load of different ideas all at once and some of them aren't worth repeating and also your base emotions are often what you think of first like so fear jealousy greed anger lust they might be the very first impulsive thoughts you have mm. so if you're always wearing your heart on your sleeve and you're always just saying those things often they're going to be the things that your higher more aspirational self doesn't really want to say actually if you thought about it you'd be like actually it's going to come to regret it oh, yeah, yeah 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 but um, yeah, I mean that that sort of ties in with my with my number one. Just like ah. it becomes like you you just be insensitive. Basically, you're not you're not thinking about is this the right situation to say this. Um, but I, th I think that's that's kind of the main problem with like these kind of witticisms, cliches, whatever. Like they're just all a bit too vague. So in some situations, they're like yeah, there's a mm -hmm. good amount of truth to this to this and then like in a lot of other situations it's complete bullshit yeah. and sometimes mm. even dangerous like totally so yeah I think, I think that's that's the main it's that carte blanche of it. application of it yeah the sweeping generalization that well there's this platitude it says a stitch in time saves nine or whatever so i'm always applying that and it's like actually you need balance you need to understand the devil's in the details right sometimes that you've got to understand the when it is right to apply that and when actually um, shooting for the stars would be a really stupid idea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. 
Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm just, I was just talking on the way up here about clothes and stuff, and that's, just, that's uh, is that one of your little numbers that you're oh, wearing yeah. there? Yeah, well, it's, it's kind of dead now. Is it? I mean, I, I sort of resurrect it every few years with it when I have some time off tour, like do a range, and then it, you know, I go on tour and I can't keep up with it. And my brother's like involved and tries to sort of keep a hold on it and you don't do the day-to-day management. And then it's sort of, he has a full-time job and it just yeah. never works out. And yeah. Yeah, so it, it might be probably dead now, but yeah, <laughs> it is. Nice. Yeah, we, we got, well, we've got a clothes label, haven't we? Redshift. Yeah. Which you released, a, you had a song called Redshift. Yeah, someone gave me a hat. We did. Yeah, it was us. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Shit. That no was, uh, yeah, and that was, when the fuck was that? That, that was, was at so Prad when God. you come and DJ fuck. for us and Pip. Yeah, because I remember like years later you released a song and I thought it was Redshift and I was like, hey, that's pretty cool. Obviously, you wouldn't have remembered at all. But I was like, that's wicked. Um, I thought there I recognised you. Guys. <laughs> where, did, where did you... Um, oh, that's embarrassing. Where did you Amazing. get... Um, where did you get the idea... How did Redshift come about as a song? Redshift, um, that is... Uh, I like to try and write songs... Uh, this, this is probably a direct um, sort of influence of me not liking cliches and you know, oh, having really? the cringe muscle but like I like to write about like things at the forefront of science really like I, you know I like to write about love and fear and everything else yeah. and the base things that like have influenced poets and songwriters forever yeah. um, but a lot of the time those subjects can be complete minefields of um, just cliches and it's you you're yeah. I don't want to write music that's just recycled or whatever yeah um so yeah redshift is is all about um the advances in 19th century cosmology so um the the various you, things you wouldn't that catch westlife right in that, <laughs> <laughs> I'd love it though imagine it it'd be sick <laughs> yeah the the um I, I found out someone was saying the other day that the 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 average reading age of, of pop lyrics is it's is about the same as Trump delivery speeches. So it was about six or seven years <laughs> no, old. Oh, really? When it didn't used to be, right, as well, which is interesting because you always think pop music is sort of a, on some level, a consistent right. thing. But yeah, it's, it's, it's being it's dumbed down even more. It's recycled itself so much yeah. that it's, uh, it's become, yeah, what, yeah. dumb. That's, um, who that's was sad. Like, who was big on your kind of, kind of shaped your styles and your, your, your kind of, what writers? You know, lyricists predominantly, like that, that jumped at you growing up, that had um, definitely had a, you know, an impact. It's a tough one. Like, it, it, in terms of me as a lyricist, I'm not like, there isn't like a, a go-to like names that I, I could say that like really affected me. You know, I'd love to say like Rage Against the Machine or something, but like as a as a kid, I had no idea what Zach was going on about. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, of course, <laughs> South yeah. American politics. It, yeah. it sort of sounded cool, and he was angry, and I yeah, liked that, and I yeah. sort of felt drawn to it. But like, 
Yeah. Um, but that's more than enough at that age, isn't it? Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. you, you, so, you know, you're going to scratch the surface a lot of the time. Are you energy. just want, yeah, anger and energy, don't you? And and yeah, and if it sounds that good, even better. Mm. All right. Absolutely. What sort of stuff was you listening to as a kid then that kind of got you creating? Um, well, I was I was quite lucky to have. Well, no one in my family played an instrument, but they were still quite musical. So, the I, I picked up the trumpet when I was like eight I think which is a direct influence from my nan just watching um, you know like Glenn Miller and Louis Armstrong big band jazz yeah. and stuff like that um, and then my dad uh, used to be a DJ and predominantly with like Motown and Northern Soul so that Amazing. I feel like that's always been my melodic influence like I, even though I sort of grew up you know as, as I sort of reached sort of 15 16 in a, in a punk hardcore scene um, I, I could never be just like a noisy, make yeah. noisy music. Like I'm just always so drawn to, to melody. Then pop, um, like I, I, I completely agree. Like growing up in a house where there wasn't instruments laying around or anything like that, but my parents' record collection was pretty much just Northern and a Motown. I do think that them kind of pop sensibilities. Of, I mean, it's pure pop, isn't it? It's like mm. Motown is as it's the best pop music you can get. I yeah. think the, the 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 simplicity of it is yeah. so infectious. The hooks are just riddled with it, and that was my phone. Oh, I, wasn't it? I can't so believe I've told you off yeah, for that. I'm and so it was my glad. phone. I'm so and the, sorry. the funny thing is, Ralph, it's, it's been here more more in the last few months. <laughs> just let it slip. You're not growing. No, I've grown. <laughs> Stop being yourself. <laughs> oh dear. Should we go for the top spot then? Right. Yeah. Sure. Um, this is probably my most hated. I think it's the most, like we were saying, ridiculously insensitive one. Um, again, it's probably people are just saying it because they either don't know what to say in these situations and they're just lazy and they think it's a good thing to say. Everything happens for a reason. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, my, my number one is the offshoot of that as well. Right. Which is the, is the, like, the 2017 version. But everything happens for a reason is so... Again, lazy. Yeah. Oh, I should say that, eh? I, I, yeah, I don't know where where to start with it, really. Like, <laughs> I, to the point where I, I even... A, a song on our last, last record it even says... Um, uh, what is it? One of the verses. I'm so bad at quoting my own lyrics. Probably a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> it is common for people to believe that everything happens for a reason. I'm sorry, that's false and it's poison. Um, and it's not just me being, like, getting on my atheist high horse or whatever <laughs> like if, if if someone has just gone through some like hardship or is going through some hardship and and that's usually when this phrase is used and so you, again sort of to unpack it you're saying that whatever you're going through however horrific it's deemed reasonable because it's part of some bigger plan grander plan yeah I, so it's I, it's just so ridiculous it is like and then you sort of just, you know, you start to question, well, okay, what about AIDS? What about cancer? Like, yeah. what, what, what good is coming out of this story? Yeah. Like, apart from perhaps a cure for those things, yeah. in which case, why did we have them in yeah. the first place? So mm. that it yeah. still doesn't work. Mm. Um, yeah, so it's, it's probably my, my most hated uh, thing. And it, it's also, it's been used in so many lyrics. Like, so many uh, tunes have, have that lyrics somewhere in it and often it's 
kind of shitty, banal pop music. Everything happens for a reason. <laughs> la la la. Uh, um, but yeah. also, like, like good bands mm. use it, and it's like, mm. no, <laughs> don't. Oh, I've to yeah. pull them down now in my ratings. <laughs> Although I did hear Fred Durst once say it, so uh, the master lyricist that, that is. That's the one, yeah. As I was just saying, for a reason. Fred's lyrics are the No, not Fred. <laughs> So what is yeah. your spin-off of that then? What, what, has, that, has that been modernised then? I've got then? two. I've got two. The current one, not the one that we were talking, well, I don't know if we mentioned this <coughs> in the car, but the current one, which is everything that happens for a reason, is, oh, it is where it is. <laughs> <laughs> that, I just want to uh, sort people when they, oh, it is where it is. It's like, no, it isn't. What it is, <laughs> is your inability to put together and make sense of the complexities of your life <laughs> and your inability to articulate that to me yeah. or your laziness because yeah. you're watching too much Love Island and not reading books. <laughs> it's effective. And there's nothing wrong with Love Island or doing anything, yeah. but it's just that I just feel like, oh, it is where it is. It's like, that's so lazy to say yeah. that. It, it, what is what it is? <laughs> explain it more than that because if it's shit... Maybe we could stop that from happening. Yeah. But you can't be bothered to really think about it, can yeah. you? So you're just going, oh, it is what it is. But it, it, the other way as well, if someone says it to the other person, it's sort of, um, well, that's just the way it goes. Yeah. yeah. When it, effectively, again, it's another shut up. Yeah, it's a stonewalling, yeah. isn't it? That's it. Just a way to cook your crumbles, mate. Man up. Oh, man up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything Same. happens for a reason. <laughs> it's just, My yeah, girlfriend's well, left me. Yeah, well, there's plenty more fish to see. Fuck it up. We, we, but like as humans we basically just don't know how to deal with people as emotions do we? Yeah. we just make up like yeah, yeah this is what attitudes are they're yeah, not yeah. motivational they're uh. shortcuts <laughs> so you can get back to thinking about you yeah. <laughs> when someone talks to you about them if you oh, went, yeah. did you think anyone's ever been to see a therapist and they've walked in in, in, in their room <laughs> their stencils are on the wall <laughs> oh god can you imagine if any therapist ever uses these. <laughs> there must be, they must be out there. Oh, Surely. definitely, without a shadow of a doubt. Mm, well, everything happens for a reason. I don't know if my father, you know, beating my mother, I don't yeah. see where the grand yeah, plan, yeah. On, plan yeah. is for that. It's just the cookie crumbles, mate. It's um, the cookie crumbles. <laughs> That's what my... Yeah. So, do you want to throw some... You got any other ones that you want oh, to get yeah. in, Ralph? Yeah, probably. Um, where have we got here? Well, let's have an off. Let's, uh... You've got one. Yeah, a platitude. <laughs> Draw. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, this one, I mean, you know, this is just sort of, doesn't piss me off, but it's just funny, really. Good things come to those who wait. <laughs> That's bollocks. <laughs> so, I'm waiting for an Oasis reunion, but I don't, I don't think it's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's still not come round. Yeah. Um, well, Pip was saying when, because um, we, we did so songs that made us cry we, in, on the Distraction Pieces Network, but uh, uh, the but the bombing in Manchester came up. You know, when for Ariana yeah. Grande's thing, it was obviously horrendous, and it was amazing that people came back and did that gig straight away. Yeah, so respect to everyone for that. And Pip was like, but the terrorists didn't win because Noel and Liam still didn't perform together. <laughs> <laughs> and he was glad that they didn't get on stage together, or else the terrorists would have won. They'd have, you know, they'd have, but their feud is much bigger than, obviously, yeah. the bombing in Manchester. Yeah, oh, Jesus. Uh, how about you, Steve? <laughs> um, what was the one that, uh, that did that? It could be worse. <laughs> yeah. Quite like that one. Yeah, it yeah. could be worse. 
Yeah, I'm sure he could. <laughs> but he's not helping me now. It's always uh, darkest. It's yeah. always it's darkest just before the light. Or my one um, is what doesn't kill you only makes you stronger. That's horseshit. It's absolute. But we, we, yeah. were, joking, we were talking about this in the car. What yeah. happens if it, what doesn't kill? What happens if it's a muscle muscle wasting disease? It yeah. literally is going to make you less strong. Yeah. You're yeah. done. Oh yeah, I've got a similar time heals all wounds. Yeah. Doesn't. What about if you lose a limb? Yeah. Yeah. You're never going <laughs> to yeah, grow back. No, you're never getting that. We're back. not a starfish. Yeah. <laughs> Regenerative <time>. limbs. Uh, <coughs> let's not reinvent the wheel. Quite like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's it. It's not rocket science. It's not rocket science. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's always said in that really like patronising way when you're having a bit of a moment trying to do something yeah oh, it's not rocket science give us it here oh here's a uh, like a proper damaging one i saw this on um one of those uh i think it was a twitter account but it's like a a teenage um sort of like love and relationship memes yeah. account and you yeah. know it, this thing gets like hundreds of thousands of retweets as videos i mean it was um love means never having to say you're sorry that Which bullshit. Like, just think about it. Like, it's it's weird, isn't it? It's yeah. it's saying like, if you don't experience a perfect relationship with someone who never makes a mistake and therefore never has to apologise, then you're not in a a real relationship. That's or like, insane, what, what's isn't it? it? It's giving you... people like ridiculous levels of like of what to strive for in a relationship. Yeah, like, like unrealistic like, levels yeah. to strive for and impossible that, levels, really. Yeah, yeah and like, to think that. It's the first disagreement where someone apologises, you think, oh, right, see, it's done. <laughs> yeah. So we're not in love. Well, you can't, it, can't, you can't love me. People He's will, just apologised. I know people who would re- recite that, and, and it sounds like it's the green light to act like a fucking idiot. Yeah. Ah, yeah. well, you know, I shouldn't have to say sorry. What, that yeah. you... We love each other, <laughs> innit? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Absolute crop. Well, I think we've had a, a, a bloody... <laughs> Platitude off there. Great Any minds, others? Yeah, great minds think alike. <laughs> <laughs> no, they don't. They don't. Yeah, common, common. Uh, what is it? Common sense. Yeah. Isn't a great thing always. Yeah. Shit minds think alike too, don't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, yeah, mass hysteria. They do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, teamwork to make the dream work. That's yeah. fucking amazing. Yeah, yeah. There's no I in team. There's a me. There's me. Yeah. And um, yeah. Sometimes individually, individual talents work in a team, don't they? You yeah. don't have to always be holding each other's hands. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Raul, thanks loads, mate. Dude, no like, problem. It's been really nice yeah, like, been having fun. a chat. And thank you so much for coming down. And are you happy for us to tag you in the little post we put out about this so people can throw in their of top course. fives as oh, well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm yeah. sure there's more that we yeah. uh, have overlooked. Excellent. Yeah, yeah. so... Um, so yeah, get chatting with us and, and Raoul and yeah, uh, definitely send them in and, and, and throw your uh, your ideas in there <laughs> as well. And so tours coming up and festivals yeah. and yeah. the album come out towards the end of uh, last year, didn't it? Yeah, September. So yeah, been out. Oh yeah, over half a year now. Is it almost? I don't know. Maths not my strong point, but okay. And yeah. Are you at Reading this year? Uh, no, we're doing uh, Boomtown yep. and Two Thousand Trees. Nice. I've heard a lot of good things mm. about both end festivals. I've never been, but yeah, looking forward to it. Excellent. Yeah. Well, it's been a pleasure, dude. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Thank you very much. Thank you for having five. me. Yeah, right. Cheers. <laughs> See you soon. And there we have it, folks. Uh, Raul Reynolds' top five. Did you enjoy it? Do you agree? 
tweet in, let us know, link in Rao with this, and let's have a little bit more of a chat online. Absolutely. You can also listen to Rao over on Scroob's podcast. He guested on there, so have a listen to him on Distraction Pieces, or while you're over on that network, there's lots of other podcasts you can listen to. Yes, and also, don't forget, we've got our live show, 28th of April, on the Saturday. It's a matinee at Oxen Square Barn Kitchen. Tickets only tenner. For yep. two hours or more, yeah, fun, and it'll be me, you, and a bunch of famous faces that we get yep. down to chat with us about all sorts. I know Alex Fox is bringing a uh, bag of sex toys. That's right. <laughs> is that the after show? That's that's just yeah. No, that that's whatever. That, that's yeah. Well, if you've listened to Alex Fox do a top five bizarre sex toys, you know that she's going to be a lot of fun on stage, and she's yeah, she's going to bring down a big bag of gadgets anyway. So that's going to be an interesting conversation. Gadgets. I know. Um, look. Thanks, Ro. Thanks, Hoxton Square Bar and Kitchen. We'll shout see you next to time. Our, uh, our other sponsor, Love Beer. Yeah, oh, yeah, a little shout out to Love Beer. Let's do that. Mm. We'll see you next time. It's a drunken soiree in the within. <laughs> Chris and Stu present Our Core Listing, the podcast.